everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. And this is the beginning of the second half of season 14 of South Park. And this week, going to be talking about, well, an episode that uh, has a very interesting target. NASCAR. And the episode that I'm going to be reviewing this week is Poor and Stupid. Now, before I get into this episode, um, a lot of people have probably heard about NASCAR. It's been around for a long time, but what is NASCAR? Well, let's take a look at and talk about NASCAR. NASCAR is short for the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing was founded on February 21st, 1948. So it will be 74 years old this year. The story behind NASCAR begins in the 1920s and 30s, where Daytona Beach supplanted France and Belgium as the preferred location for world land speed records. After his after a historic race between, between Ransom Olds and Alexander Winton in 1903, 15 records were set on what became the Daytona Beach Road Course between 1905 and 1935. Daytona Beach had become synonymous with fast cars in 1936. Drivers raced on a 4.1 mile course consisting of a 1.5 to 2 mile stretch of beach at one straightaway and a narrow blacktop beachfront highway State Road A1A as the other. The two straights were connected by two tight, deeply rutted, and sand-covered turns at each end. Stock car racing in the United States has its origins in bootlegging during Prohibition, when drivers ran bootleg whiskey made primarily in the Appalachian region of the United States. Bootleggers needed to distribute their illicit products, and they typically, typically used small, fast vehicles to better evade the police. Many of the drivers would modify their cars for speed and handling, as well as increased cargo capacity. The repeal of Prohibition in 1933 dried up some of their business, but by then Southerners had developed a taste for moonshine, and a number of the drivers continued run and shine, this time evading the revenuers who were attempting to tax their operations. The cars continued to improve, and by the late 1940s, races featuring these cars were being run for pride and profit. These races were popular entertainment in the rural southern United States, and they are most closely associated with the Wilkes County region of North Carolina. Most races in those days were of modified cars. Street vehicles were lightened and reinforced. So... NASCAR has been around for almost seven, what, what did I, I think I said it's 70, yeah, 74 years. And there have been some big names. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, just to name a few. And it's been very popular. It's been very successful. They've had video games. There's been movies inspired, you know, NASCAR theme inspired movies. And... As we have here, a somewhat NASCAR-inspired episode of South Park. So, let's dive into this week's episode, Poor 
and stupid. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 6th, 2010. Our episode begins at the school where we see Cartman sitting down next to his locker crying. Stan and Kyle go over to him and ask what, you know, what's wrong with him. So he mentions that Mr. Mr. Garrison had assigned everyone an essay about what they want to be when they grow up. So Cartman, if you think about it, Cartman's never really said what he wanted to be when he grows up. So he tells Stan and Kyle he wants to be a NASCAR driver. But he's sad because they don't have people like him. And at first, Stan and Kyle are thinking, oh, well, that's okay. You know, we just got to change what you do, change what you eat. And Carmen's like, no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I could never be a NASCAR driver because I'm not poor and stupid enough. So he goes over to Kenny, and Kenny is a big NASCAR fan, and Carmen is basically devoted to becoming a NASCAR driver and basically to become as poor and as stupid as NASCAR drivers alleged, well, according to him. So, Cartman goes to Butter's house and he asks Butter's for his help to become poor and stupid. Well, the first part is being poor. And he asks him to take all of his money all $58.32 that he has in a jar. And he tells Butters not to tell him what he spent the money on. Not to give away what he did with it. He is to just spend it all. So, what does Butters do with it? We'll get to that in just a minute. Because we see Kenny at the mall for a rally for an upcoming NASCAR race in Denver. When all of a sudden, here comes Butters with a wagon. And he says that he used $58 worth to pay for canned foods and blankets for the poor and stupid people. So Butters thinks he's done himself service. So... Cartman continues to try to be poor and stupid. Well, he's done the poor part. Now he's got to get to the stupid part. So he attempts to watch TV while upside down on a couch having the, having the blood go running into his brain. And he figured two and a half men will get the job done. You know, I feel like two and a half men's a punching bag of jokes in general, but that's another story for another time. When all of a sudden, a commercial airs for Vagisil, and Vagisil in the commercial says that it lists, or that it has short-term memory loss as a possible side effect. So Cartman watches this commercial and thinks, okay, this is what I'm going to do to cause myself to be stupid is to just get Vagisil and to, I guess, consume Vagisil. So Vagisil 
is a part of the Comb Incorporated uh, business, which is based in White Plains, New York, which was found in 1949 by Ivan Comb. Comb products are sold in 64 countries on six continents. Ivan Comb primarily promotes the brand names instead of the company name. Comb owns the brands Just for Men, Seabond, Vagisil, and Grecian Formula. Comb was the originator of the Claricel brand in 1950, but sold the rights to it in 1961 to Richardson Merle. In October 2002, Comb acquired J.B. Williams, thereby adding such longtime names as Brill Cream, Aqua Velva, and Sepicol to its brand stable. In January 2011, Comb sold its cough remedy and skin care business to Reckitt Bank. Bank Kisser and its foot care business, including odor eaters, to ballistics. Uh, Ivan Combe passed away on January 11th, 2000, at the age of 88. Uh, no word on. Well, the owners are the Combe family, so it doesn't say specifically which member of the family owns it. So, uh, Carmen and Butters. They go to the drugstore and they find the Vagisil. And Cartman wants Butters to pay for it at first. Well, Butters didn't think that they were going to buy anything. So instead, Cartman decides to just grab the different products of Vagisil and starts consuming them before they run out. So now they are at the racetrack. In Denver getting you know there's a race that's about to begin when Butters tells a driver that his wife is on the phone there's been something terrible that has happened so the driver gets out Cartman sneaks into his opportunity and starts to drive as we have Lagrange by ZZ Top playing and this is not the first time that this is played in the episode. It gets played a second time during it. So Cartman drives and he can't really reach the pedals or anything. So he ends up taking a really bad crash into a pond. So he ends up in the hospital and, you know, Butters is there to kind of cheer him up, make him feel better. But Carmen's like, I wasn't poor and stupid enough. I need to get more poor and more stupid. And the doctor lists all the injuries that Cartman has had, which is a ridiculous amount. But Cartman decides, you know what? I'm going to leave the hospital. Instead of healing up, getting better, I'm going to leave the hospital and I'm going to continue to be more poor and more stupid. So... Kenny is at his house reading a NASCAR magazine when he's watching TV and they talk about the incident that happened with Cartman. And it is said in this news report that Cartman is going to try to pull this stunt again, which irritates Kenny. It actually pisses him off. We don't get to see Kenny pissed off very often, so it's kind of a big deal. So Kenny walks to Cartman's house and Cartman has bought all of this stuff in the house. And he's like, well, 
I see how, you know, you guys are always poor and stupid. You keep buying stuff. And you get the no, you know, zero down guarantee for two years and you pay him back later. And then he and Kenny get into an argument and Cartman has this great line. He's like, I wasn't born with a plastic spoon in my mouth, which was actually kind of funny. I liked that joke. That was a pretty funny joke. So as they're arguing... The founder of Vagisil, Jeff Hamill, again, we're using made up, we know that's probably not the real owner, talks to Cartman about what he did. And because of what he did, Vagisil has gotten a lot of attention. So he has his wife, Patty, who is firm. And they made, he made the Vagisil because of her smelly vagina, apparently. So, to reward Cartman for what he did, he gets Cartman his very own race car. So, Cartman is now going to be a NASCAR driver. And this next scene is maybe the best scene of the entire episode. Because it is Cartman and a host of NASCAR drivers at a press conference for an upcoming race. Let's go to the clip. From reporters. So uh, what's your guys' take on the track here? Any concerns? Well, I think it's a fine track. You know, the, the techs have done a really good job of making sure the banks are grafted down to the right specs and there shouldn't be any problems. Yeah, we like the track, yeah. We got to graft in banks and specs. It's like an oval. So we're going to drive straight and then we're going to be turning to the lamp. Uh, they're saying hot weather tomorrow. Any concerns about restrictor plate or brake fade problems? Of course, anytime you're dealing with high humidity and temperatures, you need to compensate your brake fluid. But the plates themselves... Compensate your brake fluid and get your, get your brake working so you can stop some dead. Hey, excuse me, who is this kid? Is he even a driver? Ew, bring it on, Aaron Hart. You scared of the competition? I'm just as poor and stupid as you. I'm going to drive, and I'm going to go fast, and I'm going to turn to the left sometimes. Can we just get back to the subject of racing, please? Hell, bring it on, Danica. You dumb bitch think I can't steer left better than you? So, yeah. Uh, that was, that was a press conference. So, after that, uh, Cartman and Butters decide, okay, we got to do something even more stupid to kind of prove our point. So Kenny is at a bowling alley when he's watching a sports show and there is a clip of Cartman with his Vagisil being a bigot talking about how Obama is stupid, Obama is gay and he's like, yeah, Obama gay. You know, he'd be gay, you know, raising taxes on cash. He'd be stupid. He'd be gay. So, this irritates Kenny. Like, it gets him to the point where he leaves the bowling alley. So, now it's the day of the race. And, you know, they've got the media there. The owner of Vagisil is in the booth with some of the commentators. And his wife, Jill, or Patty... She's there. She she's ready. And you know, they they do the pace lap and Cartman backs into Danica Patrick's car 
and her car kind of catches on fire. But this is not the last of Danica Patrick. So Carmen is racing, and at one point he drives through the crowd on the infield and is just making a complete mess. Meanwhile, Kenny tries to get into the racetrack with a bag. Well, Kenny gets caught. He has a rifle, and the security guard takes it. So the security guard has to take it, but tells Kenny, "You can pick one at the. You can pick one up at the gift shop." So we stick with the race, and you know we're getting these crashes, and Cartman is kind of causing them on purpose. At one point. He causes Danica Patrick to crash. And then Danica Patrick gets out of the car, tries to walk, and Cartman runs over Danica Patrick. And he's like, Did you see that, Danica Patrick? Did you see what that dumb bit be doing? So, it's absolute craziness. And the owner of Vagisil is so happy about how Cartman is doing. And then, Kenny sees what is happening. He jumps on top of Cartman's car, and they're having a little back and forth. Cartman's, you know, moving the car left and right, left and right, trying to get him off, and he finally does, and when he puts on the brakes, Kenny just flies back first, and I thought, this is going to be another Kenny death, but surprisingly it isn't two of the cars see him on the track and they crash into each other and Cartman is the only car left Cartman is going to win this race so as the owner of Vagisil is talking about what is going to be a proud moment for his company his wife's not there Okay, well, where, where, where's Patty? Well, Patty decides to go onto the track, hops into Jimmy Johnson's car, and she starts driving. So now we have a two-car race, Cartman and Patty. So they drive, and in the end, it's Patty who wins the race. And because of this, the owner of Vagisil is sad and basically says to Patty, you've ruined the company. So then, Kenny comes over and Carmen apologizes for what happened. And then he says, you know what, maybe I'm just not poor or I'm not stupid enough to be a NASCAR driver. Maybe I'm just too smart. Then he asks Butters for the money back. And Butters is like, you told me to use the money. And we get an argument back and forth. And they get that, and they have that going into credits, which I actually kind of like. And that is the end of Poor and Stupid. Um, overall thoughts, this is how I think of it. Um, I am a sports guy. But I've never been someone that's really been into NASCAR. Like, I'll watch a race every once in a while. But I'm not one of those people that 
is so diehard, I will watch every race. And I'm being very respectful to you, the listeners, and also to the listeners who are NASCAR fans. I'm not going to sit here, I'm not going to talk to you and say I know everything about NASCAR because I don't. I know some of the names, I know some of the big races. Uh, I, I went through you know the history via Wikipedia here at the beginning. I that's really about it. This is an episode, and it kind of goes back to the season 13 episode where they did um, the wrestling episode, where it's like that episode is kind of centered right to wrestling fans, whereas this episode, is kind of centered right to NASCAR fans. So, with respect to the NASCAR fans, and there were a couple of moments that were good. I'm not going to lie. There were some good moments in the episode. The line about the plastic spoon in the mouth and the confer- or the press conference. I'm not going to lie. There were a couple good scenes. But other than that, I got to give this a six. That's going to be my score. It It's not one of those episodes that I would... Like, if someone said, hey, this episode is on again, I probably would not jump at it right away. So, a six, I think, is a good grade. Okay, let's get to the ratings and what the critical response of this episode was. In its original broadcast... American broadcast. This episode was watched by 3.139 million viewers. That's according to the Nielsen Media Research, making it the second most watched cable television show of the night, losing the number one spot to the New York Yankees and Minnesota Twins 2010 American League Division Series. Uh, this happened to be game number one. And the New York Yankees won that game 6-4. to four. The episode received a 2 rating with a 4 share, meaning it was seen by 2% of the population and 4% of the people watching television at the, same, or at the time of its broadcast. Among adult viewers between ages 18 and 49, the episode scored a 1.8 rating with a 5 share, and among male viewers between ages 18 and 34, the episode received a 3.8 rating with a 12 share. Uh, This episode received mixed reviews. The AV Club gave this episode a B-. IGN gave the episode a 7 out of 10. Reviewer Ramsey Eisler described the episode as docile by South Park standards and asserted that the episode lacks the show's signature style of biting ridicule. Despite some winning one-liners and sight gags, he considered the episode among the weaker episodes of the season so far and hoped for more in future episodes. Brad Trechek of TV Squad said that while the episode had some humorous moments, the episode doesn't feel like Matt Matt and Trey at their best and criticized the satire as not being the sort of sharp social satire we would expect from South Park. Writing for The Yorker, Simon Cox, okay, that's kind of a rather unfortunate name, Simon Cox wrote that the episode turned out to be reliable yet ultimately disappointing. 
Meryl Barr of Film School Rejects was more positive, calling Poor and Stupid a fine episode of South Park. None of the NASCAR drivers lampooned in Poor and Stupid were reported to be offended by their depiction in the episode. Driver Jeff Gordon said that he thought, although the episode was making fun of NASCAR, it was still good publicity for the sport. In January 2018, Danica Patrick appeared on the Joe Rogan Experience and said she felt honored to be parodied in the, parodied in the episode and that it was one of the first instant instances when she felt she made it. Alright, let's go to IMDB and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,000 people have given this episode a rating and the average rating is a 7.5 out of 10. To break it down, 511 people gave this a 7, 493 people gave it an 8, 338 people gave it a 10, 216 people gave it a 6, that's going to be the score I give this week's episode, and 38 people gave it a 1. To break it down to demographics, the average rating for males was a 7.5, with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 department, an average rating of a 7.6. For females, their average rating also happened to be a 7.5, with their highest demographic being 45 and over, with an average rating of an 8.4. Okay, well, with that said, let's take a look at some of the IMDb reviews, and believe it or not, there's only one review of this episode. Uh, this may be a first. So this review is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Poor and Stupid marks the premiere of the second half of season 14. The first half was very interesting with a very controversial 200 and 201 episodes. Hopefully the rest of the season will have some more excellent episodes. This episode was decent. The episode featured Cartman being a very ignorant person yet again. Cartman wants to become a NASCAR racer. However, he believes he cannot because he is simply too poor and stupid. He decides to give away all his money and starts eating Vagisil to damage his brain cells. After stealing and crashing a NASCAR, he decides to try again. This time with Vagisil supporting him. The episode had quite a few laughs, but it did not really stand out. Overall... A decent episode. Wow, I, I, I feel kind of naked in a way that there was only one review of this episode. Just feel very naked. I don't know. Well, on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and you can join the Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar, add yourself, and answer one little question, and you're good to go. If you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time around, oh boy, we're going to be heading into uh, quite a trend. I'm going to be dealing with New Jersey, because the next episode is It's a Jersey Thing. That is next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park episode. I'm Bill. Hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you all next time.